Today we are talking about buying a home in 2024 through a loan officer's lens. Welcome back to the Nitty Gritty Podcast. My name is Alicia Sanchez and I have Roman Lopez from Fairway Mortgage with me today. Thanks for having me. First podcast, a little nervous, a little excited, so I'm happy to get into it. Yeah, thanks for being here. So we wanted to dive a little more into buying a home this year. Uh, Of course, with interest rates, we saw them kind of trickle down a little bit. Uh, What are some market trends that you're noticing? Absolutely. So 2024, it's been a bit of a roller coaster so far. Mm -hmm. The big expectation is that interest rates were going to fall pretty immediately Mm -hmm. after we got back from the holidays. They, they were on that course for a little while, but uh, there's been a, a little bit of a bumpy, bumpy road for sure. Okay. So what we've seen so far is that the, the market is really reactive right now. Any little bit of news, whether positive or negative, mm-hmm. it is, is shooting rates up or down, just depending on what, what's happening. Okay. The biggest thing right now is what, what, is, what is the Fed going to do? You know? Right. It really comes down to when they decide to make that first cut. So... Really, what what the market is doing is we're sitting on pins and needles, waiting on, first off, good inflation numbers. We want to see inflation start to come down into that two percent range that we're mm-hmm. we're hoping for. And I hate to say it, but what the Fed is really waiting on is the unemployment rate to come up. As people unfortunately lose more jobs, the demand for goods starts to go down, really? which in turn makes the supply go down because Mm -hmm. producers start to produce less. And that's kind of a big factor that a lot of people don't take into consideration when you're you're looking at inflation. Mm -hmm. They can't control the supply side. They can only control the demand side. So what the Fed is really trying to do with these high interest rates and potentially a lower or a higher unemployment rate is to stomp on demand. Okay. So hopefully we're nearing the end of that that parade and hopefully mm-hmm. interest rates do start to come down because we're seeing the effects of all that work start to pay off in 2024. Okay, so it seems like it's very data driven. You know, once we start seeing um, with the inflation come down and unemployment go up a little bit, unfortunately, that's really when we'll start to see some changes in the rates. 100%. So this is, I mean, in my history, I've been doing this for about seven years now. Mm-hmm. This is the most data dependent market I've ever seen, you know. Every little bit of news in the inflation market, the employment market, whatever it is, it definitely has an, uh, an effect on interest rates. Just this week, they are selling, I think they're selling a couple billion dollars of treasury bonds on the open okay. market. Thankfully, those tre- those auctions have been going mm-hmm. well, so we haven't seen a lot of impact on the interest rates, but just little things like that, that in the past, a lot of people might have shrugged off. Now, us as loan officers, we have to keep an eye on that because that mm-hmm. can make the difference between a certain rate today and another rate tomorrow. Okay. I appreciate that insight there. Uh, Because, of course, you know, your insight as a loan officer is a lot different than us as realtors, right? You guys have a different lens. Now, you know, with the current market, what are some key predications that will either help or hinder our first-time buyers? Absolutely. I mean, um, the biggest key word right now is interest rates. You know, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of buyers are sitting on the sidelines just waiting for those rates to drop. Yeah. But a lot of them aren't taken into consideration, or some of them are, the, uh, the, the heightened demand that's going to come with a half a percent drop in rates, a percent drop in rates. Mm-hmm. Those small changes in our world could equate to millions of people looking for houses. Right. So on average, about a 1% drop in interest rate means f- 5 million people can enter the market and they can afford a house. Oh, wow. Or in the past, they might not have been able to. Okay. So I think the biggest thing is people are waiting for that 
that line in the sand to where, okay, our goal is to, we want to hear interest rates hit 6%, then we'll mm-hmm. move into the market. Some people are five, some people are four. Right. It just depends. I think the biggest thing right now is just waiting for that windfall of interest rate changes and inflation news to come through. And I think people will start to get more comfortable. Okay. Because at the end of the day, they have to be comfortable with the house they're moving into, mm-hmm. price-wise, interest rate-wise, whatever Right. Because, of yeah. course, it all comes down to what they're going to pay monthly. Sure. You know, they want to make sure that everything's going to come together and it's going to make sense for them. Yeah, right. absolutely. Okay. And, of course, you know that there are a lot of sidelined first-time homebuyers right now. Mm-hmm. Now, at what point in the process do you recommend that they connect with either a, uh, a mortgage lender or a realtor? So I'm biased. Okay. I, I always say day one, you know, uh-huh. whenever you're thinking about buying a house, you should definitely get in contact with your realtor, especially your lender. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't take into consideration how long it takes to get from point A to point B, which is point mm-hmm. A, you start shopping for a house and point B, you close on that house. A lot of people have a lease ending or a situation where they have to move by a certain date and they just know they have to, you have to be able to schedule and backdate your timeline from that date. Okay. So what a lot of people and a lot of first-time homebuyers can take into consideration is generally when you get pre-qualified, if you were to get pre-qualified, it takes you about two to three weeks from that date to find the house that you like, not only one that fits your their needs, location, lifestyle, whatever it is, but one that you actually get your offer accepted. Mm-hmm. So that's about two to three weeks. And then from there, once you're in contract, it takes about four weeks to close. So if you have a lease ending X date, you have to make sure you start you know, mm-hmm. generally about two to three months before that date just to give yourself plenty of time. So okay. if you're a first-time homebuyer looking to talk to a lender or realtor, it's mm-hmm. usually a good good time to talk to them maybe three, four months before you actually want to buy so we can kind of get you started on that path and point you in the right direction. Okay, so about three to four months, that's when they should be connecting with you um, or us as realtors. Uh, in the process, you know, from actually finding the home to closing on it could te- technically be like two months. Sure. Hey, everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. With that timeline, you know, could someone connect with a mortgage lender maybe six months ahead? Like, what are the benefits of, you know, having more time to talk about what your options are? Yeah, so there's really no wrong way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Very seldom do you get someone that finds a house they love, applies, and gets into contract within the same two- to three-day window. It's Mm -hmm. very rare. A lot of times it is this sort of buildup to where, hey, let's have that initial conversation. Let's get all your information out in the open. Let's solve any problems that might be there. And mm-hmm. then from there, we can say, all right, you're pre-qualified for this number. We share that info with the realtor, and then you guys can start the home buying process. So it really comes to down to a case-by-case basis. A lot mm-hmm. of people who are maybe a little worried about their current situation, whether it's income, credit, down payment, mm-hmm. I always encourage them to apply sooner rather than later because at the end of the day, it's not going to be a no. It'll never be a no from us as a lender, it'll be a, hey, maybe not right now, but here's what you need Mm -hmm. to do to get there type of thing. So I'm a big proponent of, hey, let's set up your game plan today, whether it's six months, eight months, a year, two years, whatever it is, at least if you have a target, you have something to aim for, right? Right. So if it takes you six months to get ready, then let's start today type of thing, you know? Okay. There's no set time period. It just comes down to what they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And um, I've helped a lot of buyers that it took two, three years, you know? But 
it, it, it paid off. But in it's the nice end. having that support through that process. For sure. Yeah, and you're being yeah. proactive about it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, buying a home is one of the biggest assets you know that you invest in. So right, okay. and a lot of people are afraid of the no, so they don't even mm-hmm. apply. Yeah. So that's I get. I think that's the, one of the biggest uh, lessons is don't mm-hmm. be afraid of the no because it's never a no. It's just not now, but let's mm-hmm. figure it out. What are some things you would suggest for a home buyer who is looking to buy a new home? Sure. So if you're if you're thinking about buying a new home this year, let's say, the three biggest things us as lenders look at is your income, your mm-hmm. credit, and your assets. So each loan program has different requirements, but what you'll want to do is the biggest thing that helped me when I bought my first house is I looked at my overall budget mm-hmm. and I found out what I could afford. You know, if I had roommates, how much could they contribute to help me pay for my mortgage? If I had other bills, what did those look like and how much of a house mm-hmm. could I afford? So that when a lender told me what I could qualify for, not only could I see what my max qualification is, because that's kind of a nice feeling too, to know yeah. how much you can afford, but I also wanted to be able to back into something I, that I knew I was comfortable with. Right, because you can get qualified for maybe 400, uh, but for sure. $400,000, but might maybe not the, like payment the payment yeah. might not fit you. So Definitely. Okay, so it's good to just understand what your financial status is and what mm-hmm. you're going to be comfortable with when that time does come. Yeah, so it's always a good idea to have a goal list in mind for yourself whenever mm-hmm. you're preparing. Um, a lot of times having that goal list keeps you in the right mindset when you go on an MLS, when you go on Zillow, because you can start shopping for some crazy houses, Mm -hmm. but like you said, you might not like the payment. Right, okay. And what are some no-nos for future home buyers? Oh man, (laughs) I had one of these today. Uh, Don't buy a car before you buy a house. How about that? No new cars, okay. No new cars, if you can. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying you you have to, but if you're you're a young person, try to buy your first house, Mm -hmm. maybe hold off on that new truck. You know, before you buy the car, mm-hmm. but, but before you buy the house. Um, and why is that? So, the reason you want to buy the house before you buy the car is because when you buy a car, the guidelines are a lot less strict than when you buy a house. So, sure, you might be able to qualify for that truck pretty easily, mm-hmm. but when you flip around and try to buy a house, when you flip around and try to buy a house, those requirements are a lot tougher. Okay. So, um, that payment on that new car might hold you back from getting that house that you like. Okay. So it's good to connect with the lender, let them know what you're looking for, uh, and wait for those big purchases after you get into your new home. Sure. And the only reason I say that is because in in experience, I've had a lot of people reach out to me like, oh, I just bought a new car. I want to see if I can afford a house too. Mm -hmm. And I have to, a lot of times I have to break the news like, oh, if you you did it opposite, we'd be able to help you. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay. Can you share a real world experience of one of your clients where you help them come out on top? So I had one of these not too long ago. Um, I had a husband and wife client reach out to me on Google. It was back in 2022. They were looking to buy a house, but they had some credit concerns. Mm-hmm. Set them up on a credit plan. Um, they were super motivated and really excited. And so they got started right away. But they had a little bit of a setback that they weren't able to get their scores up in the year that they wanted to. And it, it pushed their credit plan from a year out to two years. Mm-hmm. They were a little bummed at the time, but I reassured them, set them up on a new credit plan. And this December, they got their scores up to where they wanted to be, and they actually just closed on the house in January. Oh, that's exciting. So after two years of hard yeah. work, it definitely paid off. So Good. it was great. It was it was one of the best feelings for mm-hmm. sure. And just, I'm sure they feel great having that support too. Absolutely. You know, throughout those couple of years. Yeah. I come right. from a Hispanic household, so we weren't taught a lot about mm-hmm. credit back in the day. Yeah. So I've helped aunts, uncles, cousins with credit. So Mm -hmm. it's always something that's near and dear to me. So of course, definitely felt good. 
Now, when we're looking at the market, you know, there's we have home prices and then we have interest rates. What is your advice to someone who is looking to buy a home and they're trying to time the market? So the, the, it's a tough thing to time the market, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say it's impossible, but it is one of the tougher things you can do, whether it's a stock market, whatever mm-hmm. it is. To find the true top or the true bottom is almost impossible. So the, the biggest piece of advice I will say is that it's never a wrong time to own. So as long as you're not looking at housing as a bet, like a mm-hmm. one to two year bet, you're probably going to come out on top because there's only been one instance where housing has gone down for a prolonged period of time, and that was 2008. But yeah. even still, if you hold your if you held your house for seven to 10, 12 years, mm-hmm. you still made a gain on that purchase. Right. So it might not be a great time to time the market. It might never be a great time to time the market, mm-hmm. but it's always a great time to own anything: stocks, bonds, real estate. Okay. Thank you, Roman, for coming out and sharing all of your knowledge with us. Thanks for having me. We are going to provide all of his information below in case you would like to connect with him. And if you found any valuable information in this video today, feel free to like and subscribe. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.